Mike Cohen with you. Uh, Welcome to my podcast. It's something a little different today. On January 6th, 2021, I was home with COVID. I I was not feeling very well, and I decided maybe I'd watch the television and it would relax me. And I tuned to CNN and watched with horror as Donald Trump, the President of the United States at the time, someone who I used to like as a reality show host, someone who I hold in complete disdain right now, uh, encouraged an insurrection at the Capitol. It was a disgusting, disgusting thing, and and he is a disgusting human being. I'm just being being, being very clear. Uh, And so um, I have an opportunity to talk to someone today, very interesting, uh, Dr. Eugene uh, Lipov, uh, who is going to talk to me about uh, how the Capitol Police and other first responders have been affected by the trauma of the January 6th riot in Washington, D.C. Uh, Dr. Lipov, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm, you know, your, your, uh, you know, uh, your actions, uh, your, your theme here is very timely with something that I've needed to get out of my system. I feel like I'm in therapy for this, and, and I just got something off my chest. And I live in Montreal. I'm not as affected by by the thing. Let, let me ask you right away first, before we really get into the uh, the whole situation of the riot and, and the effects, is that how could anyone in their right mind still support Donald Trump after that riot on January this January sixth? I I really have no answer for that. Nor am I really political. I, I I'm medical, right? <laughs> right, right. I mean, but you know, it, it is yeah. kind of boggles my mind a little bit, but, you know, it's like, that's the beauty of democracy, right? People have choices. But sometimes the ugly part of democracy and people taking down capitals was definitely not the best time. As a a PTSD specialist, that's what you are. What was your initial reaction when you saw this going on? Well, I, I actually did see it live, and I, I really frankly I couldn't believe that was happening. And uh, and you know, so I, I've talked a lot about uh, election trauma disorder, where people published on that in 2016, and then the mere election, the prelude to this, was really very problematic for a lot of people. So this just adds yet another push to the mental. Uh, difficulties in this country and the globe, actually, because if you think about it, in order to get through trauma, you need to depend on institutions, you need to depend on predictability, you need to depend on people behaving in a normal fashion. Seeing capital being overrun by a mob and then seeing lawmakers being chased around potentially with threats on their lives is very disabling to people, and I think it was we haven't seen all the scars yet, but I think the scars were huge. And that was, we already had COVID going on. We already had the election that went on. We had a number of other threats against officials like the Wisconsin uh, governor, the people who were planning on taking her hostage, and so on. So that just adds to the entire threat in the country. Now, you've been talking about the immediate and deep trauma that this uh, this riot had on law enforcement officers, uh, the actual attack. Uh, would you like to elaborate upon that? Yeah, so, you know, law enforcement is 
I, I used to work with a lot of them when I used to be a trauma surgeon. So a lot of them are very caring people and they really take the job very seriously. And then um, they do not like to fail at their jobs. So if you look at so far at least two um, police people from Washington, D.C. have killed themselves. That demonstrates yes. a, a horrible amount of stress and disappointment and I'm sure they were very frightened for their lives and nobody quite knew what to do. They didn't have the support that they should have had. I'm sure they felt probably betrayed and they weren't able to do their jobs. Um, fortunately, not that many people got killed, but if you think about it, five people died during the riot and so far, two people committed suicide. That That's just horrible. And it just shows you how much people pushed beyond what is the appropriate level of function? I, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Canadian. I'm not invested in the United States. He's not my president. But I was shaken. Yeah, I wasn't well that day, but I was shaken. I imagine there were people all over the world, including the United States, watching that on TV, watching the highlights, watching that scene where a police officer was being crushed by a mob uh, is there potential PTSD in the average person who might have been watching this over and over again on television that, that we don't even know about? I think so. I, I think when you see such disturbing images, and especially if it's being run over and over again, kind of gets stuck in your head. You certainly can get PTSD from watching disturbing things, scenes on TV. The other part is if you think about it, if you live in the United States and let's say capital is overrun and then let's say all the lawmakers are killed, uh, then what happens to the country? I mean, the country needs to function, right? Somebody needs to make some laws and then you, you, you cannot have chaos. Sorry. You cannot have chaos because chaos produces even more stress. So absolutely, I think we haven't seen the fallout yet of all of this that has occurred. But absolutely, uh, and that's why I recommend people reduce the amount of TV they watch and social media they follow. Uh, fortunately, we can't follow Donald Trump on social media. Thank goodness his Twitter account has been ended, but now he's putting out press releases. Uh, I think it was a big mistake. Again, I'm just getting political here for uh, the Senate to try to impeach him because they knew they weren't going to be able to do it. Now he feels like he could run again in four years. God help us. Uh, but uh, I, I read in the... the uh, the information that was sent to me about uh, about your talks is that uh, there's a lot of police officers who have apparently threatened self-harm uh, or did so following the days of the riot. In one case, an officer voluntarily turned in her gun because she was afraid of what might happen. This is serious stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this is not something you can uh, underestimate, I think. And I think mental health was already stressed to you know, breaking point because of COVID and a very contentious election. And I think those kind of occurrences can push people over where they lose hope and they don't know what to do and they can actually end their lives. Uh, uh, Dr. Lipov, you're a board certified physician in anesthesiology and pain management. You're medical director for the Stella Center. what what uh, what are um, what do you what do you speak directly to when you uh, not only about this but in general about causes and treatments for trauma? What are the kind of things that you can help people uh, with? 
Well, my particular interest is PTSD. Uh, I found out that a uh, sympathetic ganglion block or injection in the neck where we numb up uh, fight and flight uh, parts in the neck uh, turns off PTSD in about five to 10 minutes. And we've actually treated a number of people from Canada uh, before, and that can last for months or years. Uh, so PTSD symptoms such as uh, being overreactive to stimuli, uh, difficulty sleeping, and being always under threat uh, this particular approach seems to work. So I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, so my particular interest in it is significantly different. Uh, but I believe that's one of the solutions as we go forth for people who are highly traumatized, like the police people, military people, abused women, and so on. So I think there is a future in that and there is hope in that. Uh, just changing the topic a tiny bit, I mean, PTSD, uh, we're dealing with COVID all over the world. I'm sure in your hospital as well, there's, there's been very tough times. Uh, we're, we're seeing also PTSD, uh, uh, medical professionals who are severely affected, uh, uh, some of whom that have taken their lives, uh, many of whom have gone off work. So just the mere uh, opportunity to work in a COVID ward is also having this type of impact uh, on people due to COVID. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's not just me. I mean, if you think about it, if you have, at least in the beginning until we got our vaccine, we had no hope. And we had people who were working a ridiculous amount of hours and people are dying right and left. Physicians don't do very well when people die right and left next to them, especially when they're in charge of that. So, of course, it was very traumatic to people. And again, the worst thing to do is not get sleep, not eat well at changes your fight and flight system, it activates it. So again, the scars of that are significant. We're starting to treat more and more people who are first responders and medical personnel also. Well, keep in mind. Yes. Go ahead. Keep in mind, there's going to be a mental pandemic following the viral pandemic. The amount of PTSD is going to be huge. I, I, I agree with you completely. Um, could I? Uh, could you just give us your website before you go, and we'll also put it in the uh, the box of the description so people can go to your website. And uh, before you do that, um, are you giving talks uh, now that we're uh, online and uh, there's Zoom and so on and so forth? Uh, we're in Montreal. If, if an organization in Montreal wanted to have you as a speaker on this subject, would that be something you'd be open to? Absolutely. I'll, I've, I've talked. Uh about this in a number of continents already. So absolutely, I would love to give a speech in Canada. You know, interestingly enough, I was looking up uh, statistics. It turns out Canada has higher rate of PTSD versus the United States. Canada seems to have number one. This is before COVID, but that seems to be a very high number. And we've treated the number of people from Canada. So it would be a pleasure. Interesting. So let, interesting. I'd like to give you two websites. One is okay. my personal website, Dr. EugeneLipov.com. Okay. And then uh, the other one is another one is my non-for-profit, which is ErasePTSDNow.org. And this is people donate money for that. I can treat more people free. Okay. Well, that's terrific. Listen, you've uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I am going to spread the word around Montreal about you, and hopefully we can reconnect. at at a future date. So thank you so much for your time. 
Under better circumstances. Thank you so much. Under, under better circumstances. My guest has been Dr. Eugene Lipov talking to us about PTSD and specifically the riot in Washington, D.C. Thanks again. Thank you. Take care.